Hello, everybody. Jim here. And before we get into this week's Manga Monday show, let me remind everybody that it is May. That's the first reminder. And that in the start of May, where we're at, we are starting our Manga Reading Club podcast. And what that is on this very feed, each day there'll be a, a different manga that we're featuring as we go through a reading club sort of thing, hoping that people will jump on. Maybe it's something that you read before. I want to have fun with it again, or maybe it's something you've never gone through and want to go through for the first time with us, kind of focusing on maybe getting some more people involved in reading manga because we think it's so darn neat and cool. So with that, let me tell you the schedule of what will be the manga reading clubs going forward for the near future. Every Tuesday, we'll be featuring My Hero Academia. Every Wednesday, Demon Slayer. Thursday, Jujutsu Kaisen, Friday, Chainsaw Man, Saturday, Death Note, and Sunday, Dragon Ball. So each of those days, each and every week, you'll get an episode, and we'll go through chapter to chapter as a reading club thing where we can take our time and go through these things and have some fun. Like I said, have some fun and maybe get some more people involved in reading some manga by featuring some of the bigger and most popular ones out there. So with that, That's going to all kick off this Tuesday, May 3rd, and I hope everybody will enjoy it and actually get involved with us going through those. Now, if you do end up enjoying it, want to get early access to all of those Reading Club podcasts, you can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdsciencemanga, where you also can get early access to 10 episodes of the Manga Monday show as well. So there's a bunch of things and the more support we get over there we're going to add some things in we have talked about maybe even throwing in some anime reviews of some of these books that we're going to do Reading Club Podcast for but all of that said and done, we're going to go off to me and Luke talking about Battle Angel Alita but before that We're actually going to kick over to Jason for Jason's Anime Corner, and then after that, we'll be back with the show. Hello again, manga fans. Jason here to tell you about another hidden gem of this spring 2022 anime season, and I'll try not to make it too, too long. Today's show is Dance, Dance, Dance Sure, the tale of a teenage boy entering the world of ballet. It's based on a manga by George Asakura, which has so far released 23 volumes, and is currently appearing in the Seinen magazine, Weekly Big Comic Spirits. The anime is produced by Studio Mappa, and is available on the Crunchyroll streaming service. Our protagonist, Junpei, is just a small boy dozing off at his sister's ballet recital, when one dancer, a man powerfully leaping and spinning across the stage, captures his imagination. He decides to learn ballet himself, but before he can even begin his lessons, his father suddenly and unexpectedly passes away. At his father's funeral, Junpei's uncle Mioka tells him that he's the man of the house now and needs to protect his mother and sister. Junpei decides that he needs to put ballet aside and take up more manly pursuits. His father was a fight choreographer for the movies, and Junpei follows in his footsteps, devoting himself to the martial art Jeet Kune Do. We flash forward several years, and Junpei is in middle school. He's popular and manly, and considers being popular and manly just about the two most important things there are. He also has a bit of a crush on a girl in his class, Miyako. One day, Junpei is messing around with his buddies and shows off what he calls a flying kick. Miyako recognized the move as being inspired by a ballet spin, and also recognizes Junpei's ballet talents. She lures him to her mother's new ballet studio, and tries to recruit him as her pas de deux partner, 
for the upcoming ballet festival. This sets up the central tension for at least this early part of the series. Junpei wants a lot of things. He wants to do ballet. He wants to be seen as cool and manly. He wants to live up to his father's reputation. He wants to spend time with Miyako. He doesn't think he can do all of these things at the same time. The basic structure of this story is that of a sports anime crossed with a romance anime. What makes the show a little extra special is how deeply it dives into the various pressures Junpei is feeling. We like him. We sympathize with him. We want things to work out for him. But we also see that he has some real personality flaws. He's overly obsessed with looking cool and with living up to a quite shallow idea of manliness. He sees a new student being pretty horribly bullied at school, including by Junpei's own friends. And yet he doesn't step in or speak up or do anything about it. We also sympathize with the bullied student, Ruo, but he's a character with his very own real personality flaw. The show lives up to its seinen manga roots and how realistically it presents the complexities and shortcomings of all of these characters. This is not a simple underdog triumphs over adversity kind of story. The art style of the show is noteworthy, especially its character designs. The characters are drawn with unusually long necks and long willowy limbs. This makes sense in the dance scenes, but can take a little getting used to. These dance scenes are where the animators are really given free reign. Even if you know nothing about ballet, as I certainly don't, these swirling cameras, spinning bodies, and joyful expressions on the characters' faces will tell you all you need to know about why these characters are drawn to this demanding pursuit. At the time of recording, only four episodes of Dance 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 Sure have been broadcast, so the story is still in its early stages. Junpei is still a bit of a jerk, but in a way that makes us root for him to overcome his jerkdom, not be punished for. According to the numbers on my anime list, there aren't so very many of us tuning in to watch Dance Dance Sure. But I'm on board for the rest of the season, and I hope a few of you may want to leap on over to Crunchyroll and check it out for yourselves. As always, if there are other shows, new or old, that you'd like me to check out, please let me know through the usual channel. Now back to Luke and Jim, and some characters who don't even know how to perform a coupé jeté en tournant. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Manga Monday, uh, episode 62, I believe, that'll be on the regular feed when it does come out, but this is the Weird Science Manga and Anime Podcast. I'm here with my man, Luke Hollywood. What up, Luke? Episode 62, dude. 62, dude. Oh, my goodness. And we're back with another, you know, banger, Banger. you would say. It's it's a popular one. It's a all-time classic. Classic. uh, If we would say that. But before we get into what is Battle Angel Alita, let me remind you to go over to Twitter at Weird Manga. Also, go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science manga, where you get to listen to these sort of things oh. right hot off the presses. Whoa. I don't have the sound still, right? So hot off the presses sounds like a tire is Whoa. deflating over there. Lucas, that the one around your middle. But a- <laughs> 
Hey, that's now. A, that's a little oh, bit of shade. That's now, shade. I, I saw that PlayStation oh, sweater. Hello. You look pretty good in that. It's hello. <laughs> <laughs> Picking up all cozy. the ladies. Cozy. Yes, sir. Oh, oh, my it, goodness. it actually did look very cozy, but I wonder if go. that was supposedly like one of those really ugly holiday sweaters uh. since you were wearing it for your birthday. But still... <laughs> You know, it's okay. I make it work, but a big. I looked at. It, I'm like, what? What? PlayStation Seven? Oh, oh that's another joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Why did you fine. deserve this? You Jeez. looked fine. I oh, did boy. show Tanya. Oh, that picture. I and, should you have know, taken something more flattering. Oh, what do you? Goodness. What do you think her her response was? Who is that? She said, "No, no, no." I said, "Here's Luke Hollywood," and I, I've already convinced her that that is your real name. <laughs> so I said, "You know, here's Luke Hollywood." What do you think? Right away, yep, he's Irish. Uh, that, that's what she said. Just wait out. I, I said a, I had a drink in my hand. That that's it? what I thought. She uh, said because of your hair. That's what she said. <laughs> I said why? Because he's drunk or that sweater? Bada I don't bing. know. Right? They're not known for their taste in sweaters. Oh I my hear. goodness! Uh, but they do like to drink. You Irish, don't you? They, I say. They when I'm do. talking to you. Are you drinking right now? Uh, Is no. there a possibility? I cannot confirm or deny. You're not going to confirm or deny oh if there's goodness. cocktails involved in Hello. this recording. No cocktails were harmed in this recording, just pretty much consumed, Indeed. I believe, is how we do it here. But we have, again, like I said, a banger from back in the day. Oh. And this is one of the few manga that I read back in the day. I was more of an anime guy. Uh, and also more of a collecting anime guy. I can't say that I've watched everything. I'm more of a collector. I am. You use the uh, dark but, webs to yeah, get yeah. the videotapes? Well, that was when I was, yeah, I was using this. This was where I was getting fan sub stuff from eBay. It's how I was getting it. And then you'd have to send them a box and then they would send it. It was a, it was crazy. Uh, you know, a little so wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Oh, I ended up getting a lot of fan sub anime that wasn't available. In the States, uh, one of the big things I was into back in the day was Slayers that I told you about. But I ended up coming across the old battle Angel Alita and fell in love with it, got the manga. And and just to tell everybody, the other one, there were two things that I got. I got Blade of the Immortal was another one that I was big on early. And then other stuff like uh, Bone. You ever read Bone? No. It's it's not a manga per se. It's oh, more of like graphic novels deal, but it was kind of the same. It, for some reason, it kind of clicked with me. And I think I was just at like a Barnes and Noble or a Borders back in the day oh. when they had a huge, you know, anime section and a huge uh, manga section. So I was going through the things and I just kind of was grabbing some random things. But I did really like Battle Angel. It was one of my favorite things then. And it's weird because even when we were talking before we started recording, you asked me if I'd seen the movie. And when I heard about the movie, it was like one of those things. This was a huge thing for me back in the day. But then once the movie came out, I just kind of, I don't know, it just didn't tickle my fancy. Oh. It didn't. And I kind of thought, well, I'm kind of past that or whatever. And then I saw it became a battleground. On on Twitter Whoa. and on Reddit of people Big arguing eyes. if it was good, if it was bad, if it deserved a sequel, things like that. Oh, hashtag. There, there's still a hashtag going on to get a sequel, things like that. I'm not really big on the hashtag campaigns. Whoa. Right? So I like hash browns, though. But They're pretty good, right? Do you like hash browns or home fries? Well, what are you home more fries. a fan of, Luke? You you like home I fries like more all than potato elements? Well, so is hash brown. I don't even think you know what a hash brown is, <laughs> do you? I mean, you just exposed it. 
A hash brown. Oh my goodness. It, at at points, like, and again, you also you have, have fry ups, right? Well, no, I, I no? end up where, where well, you, you, can, you can. I end up where it's the difference between like a shredded type Shredded's. of shredded potato deal or cut up potatoes. But the the problem I have a lot of times when people make like those breakfast potatoes, they yeah. end up putting green pepper sauce. in and I will kill somebody. Oh, And I can't stand it. I don't like that. But you sneeze. Yeah, I, I like a McDonald's hash brown. McDonald's. It doesn't make me sneeze. It makes them what what ha- you have the green peppers. They make me want to kill somebody. I just can't. I don't want to taste again. I don't like the taste of green peppers only because they're overpowering in my mind to everything else in the meal. They are a very strong flavored thing that takes away the taste of what I come for. I I didn't get home peppers. <laughs> get the home fries. That's what I got. Whoa. I don't need them peppers. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so there you go. See, this is what it's all about. There you go. Better big battle angel, <laughs> but yeah, I ended up. Not really getting involved. And when mm. we were getting ready uh, tonight to record this, I ended up pulling up some pictures and things. And oh. things just seemed a little off to me. And and mm. it was one of those things of com- going from the manga anime and then into the live action deal. It just didn't feel like it was for me. Mm. I'm not saying it was bad. I didn't see it. So I'm not mm. judging it, it at all. It seems to be whatnot. pretty well received. Not like well, we'll yeah. get into now, it. But the it's... problem is the well received for the movie was a lot of people do point out it made a lot of money worldwide. Big but money. It, but, but then other people considered it a bomb. It's I weird. Have you you have this all the time, right? I mean, yeah. the, the birds of prey. The original Suicide Squad. A lot of things like that are where people are arguing of if it was a hit, if it wasn't, if it did. Yeah, big names, really. I didn't realize that the, and I I wish I could remember his name, but the German actor that's been in a bunch of Quentin Tarantino stuff. Christopher Waltz. Christopher Waltz, yeah. I love him. He's a gem. Gem. That guy is unbelievable as an actor. And so I didn't realize he was in it. So when we just before, and this leads all to what I was going to say originally before Hash Brown talk, I think I'm going to try to watch it. I, I actually watched oh. the trailer right before a little bit. And because uh, how am I going to get through a trailer? I mean, <laughs> seriously. And I thought, huh, you know what? I, I think I might want to check this out now. Now that the craziness seems to have died down, I don't have to get in any fights or anything oh. with people about it. So I think I might check it out. I'll, I'll let everybody know if that happens. <laughs> Maybe after I'm, you know, done watching Blackpink the movie for the seventh time. By the big. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I have watched it three times really? already. Oh, well, no. Tanya wanted to watch it, so that was the second time. <laughs> she wanted to watch it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. She's, she wanted to get involved. She loves them. I'm tell- you can't How help could but you love not? them. That's the problem. You can't. <laughs> so just that's my, my point here, too. If you don't want to be obsessed with Blackpink, you stay away from the Blackpink. Whoa. You're going to start watching Blackpink House? All these things. In but your area. What is the info for oh, we this? Got loads. Uh, by the way, it's Christoph Watts. Okay, the, yeah, Christoph, yeah. Of you the Django Unchained fame. Yep, Django He was also in the Unglorious Festers. Or oh, Inglorious Festers. What am I saying? Yeah, he's great. He really is. Jeff. He's like one of those weird, like, you never knew about him. But he was big in Germany and things like that. And then all of a sudden, you're like, holy crap, where were you all my life? Fellow. It's like Gerard Depardieu for our French friends, oh. right? Gerard Depardieu, all of a sudden, he's like, oh, my God. What you, we gave you Jerry Lewis. You gave us Gerard Depardieu. I don't know who won in that. What a steal. I'm not sure. I think we're all winners. Oh, my that. goodness. What is the info? 
So this is the Battle Angel Alitas. Uh, it is written and drawn by Yakuta Yakita Kushiro. Spot a pig. First published in. How dare you? Listen to this one. Now we've never done this one, but I think this is something right up our alley. Business Jump magazine. Oh, how professional is that? Oh my goodness! You have to dress up to I'm get that. I feel one. like I'm underdressed. Pinkies up! Oh, I am well, definitely boy. underdressed. Unless <laughs> business jump means hoodie and shorts, Maybe. I'm in big well, that's, trouble. That's your business suit. Oh, yeah, it biz. is. Uh, but we have it. From... Now that's my get busy <laughs> deal. Not business. Busy. Oh, that's too much information. From 1919 to 1995, for a total of nine volumes, which doesn't seem like that much. Is it? Did you read all those, or did you just read no. the first one? I only read the first one. Oh, okay. hey, what do you expect? You got yourself a big fan. I know, and, and the thing is, I ended up uh, reading it probably. Well, I don't know if they have that where it, when it was translated over, but it was probably around like ninety nine, two thousand, somewhere around there is where that kind of time frame in my mind was, where I was big in the stuff and had to keep it on the download because I, the, I had uh, nobody, nobody I knew like anything anime or manga, and I think that. Somebody, one of my friends heard that I liked manga and they started making fun of me. I oh, mean, really? legit, this was like, you know, hockey days. And oh. I, yeah, yeah. It was the bad hockey times. boys are bad boys. Dark time. The, the, the hockey boys were jerks. Oh, you, you couldn't convince them to watch anime or manga. And I said, just you wait. It's going to take over the world, Whoa. I told them. I was right. You so had your ear to the pulse of the That's, future. Yeah, at that point, I don't know. But. Anything else? Uh, it is the original cyberpunk classic, according to the book cover. Oh, my goodness. Where's Keanu? That's what I want to know. Jeez. Yeah, really. That's what I want to know. Where's Akira? Oh, that's what boy. I'm thinking. But, you know, <laughs> that's just me. So later on, it was adapted into a two-part OVA anime in 1993. So maybe is that the one that you were it doing the bootlegs? Been. Yeah, I don't remember. I'm telling you, it was, it was so long ago. I can't remember, but I... If I look through my, I things, wasn't even I, born then. I actually got some uh, actual, you know, official stuff when oh. it came out as well. So I'm really not sure. It's been so long, and I kind of just left that kind of behind. But I it see. probably was that. It probably was. And it later adapted into the live action movies that we were discussing in 2019, which seems to have been pretty all right, receptive wise. Like uh, most of the live action stuff is a bit hit and miss. Well, I, apart from the big eyes, which there was a lot of uh, and roll about that, but apart from the big eyes, seems to be pretty well received, all things considered. Yeah, I think that the problem was is people went with how much it cost to make. Mm. That there were, I, I just think people just didn't want to like it because it was such a big production. Mm. I mean, you had James Cameron, and he even you know Robert Rodriguez was like there were so many people involved oh. and some actors and stuff like that. I don't know. It just seemed like. They didn't want to like it to go in. I, I don't know. It, it just seemed uh, weird. Now, when I first started reading it and watching the anime, I seriously thought at that point, and I, I think it again, just looking at the beginning, is if they would have done it earlier, Kiefer Sutherland would have been great oh. as Edo. I think he would have been a really, really good Edo. But that day had passed. Oh, Kiefer's a little too uh, old now. But anything else? That is it. That's surprising. Like, I thought this was supposed to be one of the big cheeses, but there's no stage place? No, none. There's not even, like, a, a DS game to play. There's none. Oh, my. Ah, there would have been, been a cool... And now, with that, here's the weird thing. Okay. With that, just me. No info. I don't know what, oh, what am I doing, research or anything, but a lot of things with this and a lot of things, even games that I've played and things like that were really... 
you can tell there was some influence from them. So even though there wasn't a lot of things afterwards, this did influence a lot of things later. Yeah, and again, I think that the problem was with the movie as well. It kind of might have been 10 years too late. I'm not saying it wasn't okay. good or it didn't make mo- money or anything, but, but it, that does, it does give you that idea, though, that it has kept going. I mean, people love it and people kept, you know, with it, with the well, idea like it's that... It's still in print. Like, this is one of them all time. Like, you know, you're you're always going to find this on the shelf, you know? Yeah. And it it's really good. You can tell it's older when you read it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to mm-hmm. say that I don't think it's it's not dated. Vintage. It is a bit dated. But it's weird, too, because... It ends up where sometimes these, you know, older things that we've done, what I'm saying is all of Mark's picks, oh. when we go back and do those, a lot of them are like extra wordy or confusing or end up having things that don't feel, this actually doesn't have that feel to me. Again, I haven't read it in, in a decade or two. Well, like you could slot this into the manga plus and like, okay, the art's a bit old fashioned, but. It, it is, but it's not. It. It's not bad. The, the old-fashioned thing of the art, I think, is the uh, the lack of a lot of backgrounds. If a lot of it is a little sparse on things, but even the panel layout of some of the things, and I'm looking as I'm going through, and some of the panel layout is actually pretty unique, even for what we do now. Where the one page you end up having Edo at the bottom of the page, and his head actually goes up into a couple of the other panels and kind of frames the page. You don't get a lot of that now, and you don't get a lot of the manga that have more than, say, three or four panels. You know, you, you usually have three, four panels, but not a ton of panels. And this you do at points, but they're done in a way that it's not like, let's look at that person's fist or let's see an eye. It, it actually plays out pretty well. It's choreographed very well. Yeah, the chore- the choreography is pretty good and things like that. I don't know, I don't know like the terminology. And, yes, uh, but it, it is, and you do end up having in this short chapter, it's very short, so we'll see how long this lasts. Oh. You get a mystery. You get a mystery that you didn't realize you were going to get either because Whoa. you end up having Edo, and we'll just start. He ends up finding, Big nose. you know, Alita ends up finding this body, and he doesn't quite know what it is yet. But he ends up taking, it's a huge find. He ends up, he's picking through the garbage he's picking through. And and a lot of the things in this first chapter are not really well set up. We'll kind of spell out a couple things just to make some sense of it all. And people have seen the movie, I'm sure, that it would definitely have you right on board with the thing. Because they're the pretty much the crap of the world. You have the floating city above that ends up just pushing all the trash down below they live so in the they, junk yeah they open up the junk falls down and pretty much the rest of the world is living in a almost like a post-apocalyptic junk heap so when you end up finding this body this humanoid cyborg android body that's a huge find but it also makes you think right away well, how the hell did this get here like who would have thrown it away what's going on because it's only like the upper torso and a head. There's no arms, no legs. Nobody. So you end up having Ido take it back, and he's smitten by it right away. Like, it, And it, what I like about it is you end up in this with some character work and some layers of it being that he finds this, and this should be something like, holy crap, this is my ticket. I'm going to get it's anything like this. You, you're usually going to say, oh, my God, this is worth a billion dollars. Oh, my God, this is worth this. This is and he doesn't say that, even though that's kind of what he's all about. 
But he ends up finding it and he takes it back to his workshop slash. I mean, he's a doctor. You end up having this. You have Max Headroom, a little callback to back in the day. I don't even know. Do you oh. get that that call out? <laughs> Do you even know what Max Headroom was? Before my time. Yeah, oh, I'll have goodness. to send you a link and you'll laugh Whoa. because it's very much in tune with what all this is. It's a little <laughs> wink wink there. What is, he I'll, I'll is, that, is, he, is that a hat or is that his head? Oh, you, you mean, you know, his buddy Gonzu? I don't I, know. I, I think that's a hubcap. Uh, but, yeah, he takes it back. He has this guy, and he starts telling you, oh, she's perfectly human. I'll have you know, yes, nowadays, I'll tell you, you start to get a little, you know, sus. So this is big-time sus. Don't blame Edo on your susness. Even I'm telling you right now. to be sus, Don't blame him sus. for what you're thinking, because you're thinking right away it's a sex doll, you piece of that poop. Nose, I, uh, that nose, uh, that, that's what it is. Okay. Away. So that's that's the problem here. I'm is that you. he's I'm got a big Pinocchio uh, is in big trouble. You think he's, he's sus right away? Lies. Well, when he's lying, he is. So you're right. But you end up where? And again, though, if you look at the character of Ito, very, very classic, like almost generic look of the face. Yeah, that back classic in the look. It's that classic manga look with it. Yeah, he has a bigger nose, but he ends up Astro having that Astro boy look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. He's looking at this and he says, based on the parts, I'd estimate her model to be at least two or three centuries old, though. And through a series of coincidences, her brain's been preserved. They kind of, that's the weird thing about this is that I actually push it like, she's really old. We haven't seen these type of models in a while. Uh, and also, she's kind of hibernating. So we'll be able to, you know, get her back online a little bit. And he does that. But even with the cyberpunk deal and having a bunch of color pages in this as you go, Pretty cool page when you have that kind of calculator with the wires hooked up to her and going, and she does end up waking up. And you end up with, you know, our guy Gonzu who's there with the hubcap on his head. He thinks that Ito is very sus as well. He's like, <laughs> you're kind of creeping me out here. But again, there's no mention of, oh, my God, if this is what I think it is, we can make a trillion dollars. That's why I think they say it's a couple centuries old, whatnot. But they don't know exactly what she is or what she would be used for. This is almost like there's not like a, a Roboco thing of, oh, this must be, uh, you know, a helper maid. Yeah. This must be this. You have we no idea what, she's from. what she is. Again, part of the fun of this series. The but mystery. in this first chapter, you get a bunch of things that are very much by now cliches and tropes that me and you love. That we'll get to, but she does come awake, and she, you know, hey, uh, my name's Ido. What's yours? She goes, N name. Like she can't tell. And he's like, oh, and she lost her memory, right? So like, and, and I'm looking at it. I do believe that Gonzu, what he has there, he found a, just a flange laying around, and he put it on his head because now that I remember, he has his upper head part exposed, so it does look like a flange, but. End up, oh, don't worry, you'll you'll remember things over time. This is funny. I'm just going to give you a, a placeholder name. Which is I'm the, call this you. is the oddest placeholder. He, he goes, what's the name of your pet cat that died last month? Exactly, though. It's because he has nobody, Luke. He's lonely. And now, so he's saying, not saying you're my pet. It's just the idea That's of so he was sad. He only had a cat. The cat died. So he's going to give her the name. I mean, that's the Mr. thing. A lot Mittens. of people give the pets names of their favorite athletes or music. Well, he's okay. doing the opposite. He's given the robot the name of his favorite cat who just died because he's sad. 
But even then when she looks, and the funny thing about the idea of the movie really pushing the big eyes, right? You do have that. That's, you know, people have gotten away from that idea of, oh, I don't like that manga or anime because of the big eyes. That that was really, uh, people are used to it now. But her eyes aren't as big. I've seen the pictures from the movie. They really went a little over the right, top. These, these are kind of normal. Well, maybe we're used to it, but like they are big in the in the movie. The way it's drawn, I mean, she's there. She has a, a screw in her ear, right? She's got diodes and crap coming out of her head. She has no hair. She's patchy. She still looks cute, though. You're like, oh, look at her, right? Look at her. And she's there. And, okay, yeah, my name, Alita, I'll go with it. And he is nice to her right away. And that's where I'm telling you, old man Gonzo is like, what? That's the name of your pet. That's really weird, dude. He's like, no, no, no. It's fine. He says, no worries. She'll remember her name. And then that'll be it. We just need to call. Like, I think that the other thing you have to think of is the idea. Well, if you don't give her a name, right, what's going to happen is Gonzo, where is it? Where is that thing? And I think that Ido right away does not want that. So he ends up, you know, saying you you have to have a placeholder, a name. The big thing, though, is that by the end of even this chapter, she does like that name and wants to keep it and wants to have this new life. But the big thing that comes out throughout this whole series is what was her old life. And you're going to get things like born identity in this. You know, you're going to get the moment where she looks at her hands and goes, what the heck do I know and do? Um, but the mystery starts off then, and you have some time jumps in this, and you have some things going on. That hey, I didn't, very quickly. I didn't feel, though, like it was confusing. You end up, because you know she's just a torso thing, well, all of a sudden you see that Ido is out with the little papoose with her there, and he's talking to her. They're having a couple of they, they are already friends, right? And, hey, I'm trying to find this. She's And he explaining to her gives us, the background a little so far and like hey this is our home we call it the scrapyard up above you see that big thing in the sky that's pooping out the garbage there that Salem, that's you know the utopia that's the greatest thing ever everybody wants to be from there but look at us and and it's crazy to look at that art of that you know the landscape of this where you do have that floating utopia and then you legitimately have like Pretty much, you know, the mountain of garbage and the it's become Mount Everest of trash in the middle of where they live. So everybody goes and they're living off the garbage of the rich and, you know, popular up there and the other thing. And that's crazy. But I think the play here is that, you know, it never he's not upset about that. It's not like he's accepting like, well, that's what we got to do. He's doing what he has to do. And. You know, and he says, I'm going to try to get everything going on here because I want to know more about you. I want to know your name, your family, your home. And that kind of does get her like clicking like, I don't know that I want to know that. You know, she's like, I don't know. But by the end, yeah, I don't know that I really do want to. But he's desperately trying to find body parts for her. And these would be Android parts, people, whatever that he can use and do. And so that sets up the other mystery. And I think that it does it really, really good where he's you see him. He's like, "Eh, it's slim pickings. I can't find any Android parts, women parts, whatnot. And then you go to the big mystery of the deal. There's a serial killer going around on the loose, killing and maiming women, androids, that sort of thing. And taking so you right away. 
And really, if it and it changes up a lot if it ends up being Ito, but you never think at this point reading this, even now, that it couldn't be him. You don't sit there like this would be the idea if we're reading Witch Watch. All of a sudden there's where there's an ogre going around eating people. We'd never think it's Moy because we know Moy and that he wouldn't do that. That wouldn't be that sort. This is already kind of a darker type deal. And you wonder, is this what it's about? Is she actually being raised by a serial killer Maybe who's so that's desperate? Her first target. Yeah, really. Know. And also <laughs> you get that deal where he's so desperate, it seems to have yeah, he this could girl. Do it. Yeah, that he would. And you end up seeing what probably is a android of the night. Oh my! She's there. She's well equipped in some areas. It's it looks like a human with android parts, cyborg parts, whatnot, and she's lighting up her fancy future cigarette. Right? I I think they call them futurettes. Then. Oh my goodness! And you know she's there. You see, and the way that they show you too, it's like. Ooh, there, look at that arm. That arm is crazy. Oh, that's, that's a nice sexy arm. Right? see-through and arm. she's like, look at that. That's a slim cigarette. That's, that cigarette's like eight foot long. You can pole vault with that thing. <laughs> Who's there? Oh, well, looks like I'll just smoke like a bed, but here. And then, ba-boom, her head just gets clear taken off. Now, again, what did we see with Ido when he was going through the trash? He carries around a freaking crowbar. This certainly could be a crowbar. This head gets like taken off and yeah, the head just destroyed. destroyed. Just destroyed. As you get hit, you see mouth, ear, nose, maybe brain. I don't know. You see things flying. And who doesn't need a head but needs a sexy body? But who Ooh. needs arms? And then Alita has those arms. She has the, I mean, the arms are played out. Uh, I mean, it's funny. It's like cyborg tattoos. It's just the thing. But the, these flower kind of things there, you see it. Pretty. You really put it front and center. And boom, the next day, hey, I found these arms for you. Oh, you found them, did you? Oh. And right away, you're like, oh, my God. Sus. What a what a sus psychopath. Because, <laughs> again, He's like the jolly old doctor. You know, that's what a smile on his face. Yeah, he you're pushing. And that's where I thought when I first read it and even kind of, you know, trying to suspend disbelief and forget what I read before. The idea that you are being duped because he's so nice, too nice. Too nice. Oh, my God. He ended up doing this and she loves it. She's like, oh, my God, what beautiful hands. They are probably expensive. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about that. I I got a discount. (laughs) Wink, wink. You could say that I had a bargain to kill for. <laughs> wink, wink, right? Killer of low price. Whoa. Yeah. So she's there, and I like to. Like, I got to get your legs, and you look, she's like on a jazzy. It's a wheel. Like the segue. Uh, <laughs> but at this point, you, you thought, sure, out. Absolutely. That was it, right? Caught red-handed, jeez. Yeah. I mean, caught cyborg-handed and armed. Oh my goodness! But, dangerous. Yeah, he was. So you go, then just to make it even worse, he's gonna go out in the prowl again, and he he's got his, his murder outfit. Jeez. That is, look at that—the jacket <laughs> and the, the, the hat where it's all dark, and he puts oh, it no. there. And he's gonna go out, and you know, Alita wakes up and hears him go off. Also, he's going off with his murder suitcase. <laughs> like, what are you doing with that, dude? Jeez. Yeah, and he goes, and then. You don't know anything about it, but then that's the create. And I love this progression. I'm telling you, this is why this ends up being so good. And hopefully I can convince you of it, right? Because he walks away with a suitcase, 
She kind of wakes up. Oh, where'd he go? He's in a sus serial killer outfit. You go and you jump, and this is where I think the progression is great. She has legs now. You end up seeing this other side. You don't have to keep seeing the murders and all that. You just he goes out at night, right? You see he's sus, and then the next day she has legs. You're like, holy crap! And again, in my mind, the horror aspect of this that people have seen our movies or whatnot. It's almost like a weird shift of the movie body parts where they end up getting killers parts and people and like, but he is going around and you think he's making a Frankenstein here out of her with these, you know, innocent people that he's murdering parts. So that's really, really like, who am I rooting for here? Is this girl in danger then? And that's where you get the sus part of it, I think, is the real deal where she then goes off to Gonzo. Hey, Gonzo, what's up? Look at me. And she, he's like, if it isn't all the leader with the people's dead people's parts on. I don't think I'd be in this guy's ramen. No. I, yeah, he's a little off. But he's mm. got triple ramen. He triple. Does, and some and some skewers. Uh, oh. People seem to be doing it. The one guy doing it, though, looks like a bird. And the other guy looks like IG-88 or something <laughs> over there. Uh, but, yeah, he's like, hey, listen, it's great. You go around. You walk around. You might even run around. Holy moly. Uh, don't go out at night. Because, uh, yeah, there's a sicko out there, and he's killing the ladies. He's killing the pretty ladies. And I, I thought With that the this big was... hair. Yeah, really. And the eyes. And the <laughs> thing is, I thought, yeah, the, the, the call's coming from inside the house. There are guns here. You better get out of there. But you continue showing Ito as being a, a good guy because she comes back. Then I guess she got them legs and just started to jog. And, there you go. Right? She's got her sweats on. And comes back and he's like, "Oh, how are those legs? Oh, great, these are awesome." You know. And then he's he's helping this one robot guy, and he's got a cut. And she, hey, what happened? Did you hurt yourself? And he's like, "Oh, this? No, it's just me, clumsy on the scrap iron." He's hey, going to get the hepatitis. And you're like, "Oh, he's he's a psycho. He's a killer." And then she says, "Are you all right?" And no answer, but then she says, what is he hiding? What is going oh. on here? And yeah, that's what we want to know. He gets in a sus outfit again, and he heads out, but she was waiting. And she goes and follows him. And even with that, she's almost the idea of my mind. It's like, all right, I better follow this creepy dude out here. I hope see I don't see anything See what my bad. is. Yeah, because I, yeah, really, you see it before it becomes it. And she ends up, I don't think she, like, I hope it's not that. I, I'm having a good time here. You know, I, I like Edo. He's like, I like these things. Here. And even says with, you know, I, I kind of don't want to know what my memories were. Right now, I think this is nice. And, you know, Edo's all I have. And you go, and it's a nice little of that of the mind cinematic recap of like, your body's still complete. I need to find all the body parts I can. And then Gonzo. There's a, a psycho, psycho guy going around killing the ladies. But she ends up and wants to know the truth. And we end up, I mean, there's no part of anybody reading this originally that didn't think that he was straight up the killer. Oh, it's played exactly like that. So you end up seeing him as she follows him. And he is even there in like a, you know, there, there's an alley and an archway. And he's pressed against the back is back against the wall where this lady is coming down the stairs, the next victim. I'm thinking, like, what does Alita need at this point that you're going to do like, this? But proof. then he ends up putting together this big giant pickaxe 
right? He takes, and that's what he is in his suitcase. He puts on while he oh, puts yeah. up the murder weapon. Yeah, yeah really. Okay. And that's the suitcase he takes around. He's got his murder weapons in it. I'm like, yep, that's him. And he's about to kill this woman. And Alita jumps out and stops him. He's about to smash with this giant pickaxe, this lady. And she goes, no, no, don't do it. He's shocked. What are you doing? What's going on? She says, I figured it out. You've been killing people to get the biological arms and legs for my body. And he's like, what? No, no, that's not. And you get that crazy swerve here. That is a good twist, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it is out of nowhere, like a surprise. No, he was about to kill the serial killer. That woman coming down was the actual serial killer that he'd been trying to track down. Now, with all of that, the thing that goes in my mind, though, is, is that he says he's a bounty hunter. There's no police anymore, especially in the scrapyard. He legitimately, though, seemed to be going on to crime scenes and then lifting parts of yeah. like, the idea of that. He no now, evidence. The weird thing is, is it's almost like they're playing out. Hey, he does bounties, gets the money to do that. But it's the arms that ended up now. Maybe they were grabbed, taken. Then he did something else. But in the roundabout deal, I swear he just kind of came across them. And that then led to him going. Yeah, I better find out. Well, if he's got to put something but, in that suitcase. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know. So he ends up where he says, you know, that was that was the killer. That was the thing. And this is where we're going to get two of our favorite tropes. We're going to get the born identity trope because when this thing then comes back and attacks both Alita and Ito, she ends up reacting in a way that she's not thinking of, but is her training or programming, and so she starts doing some crazy moves. They even Kung spell Fu. out the moves. It's like crazy cybernetic well, future martial, kung fu. Martian martial arts. That is crazy. And that makes it like it's not even the idea of like, oh, that's Taekwondo. No, this is crazy this stuff. Is, and this, this is, is like cyber this is fight. military cyber Whoa. stuff she's doing. So she has been activated. Uh, in the meantime, though, as this is going on, you have Ito by the end because they fight and Alita's ending up with Ito. They both are able to take this, you know, gut girl down, the psycho, who is like a demon cybernetic thing that ends she up later. She doesn't like the pretty no, ladies. No, she doesn't like the pretty ladies because she was made ugly. She was. She's not ugly. She's just drawn that way, I hear. But she ends up being very upset about it and as killing the pretty ladies. So at the end of this, though, you do have Ito's like, oh, my God, Alita. I thought I was saving you, but you saved me. And I'm like, all right, you're doing it. All you have to do at any point now is have him go, you're some sort of battle angel, Alita. And then you'll be really in where you have the name in it. But you end up seeing the whole deal then. And and he isn't as sus as we thought. Tell you, Alita might be. Ends up just destroying this thing against the wall. I mean, it is destroyed, but they end up taking the body, going in and, and getting paid a, a fair amount, right? Bodies it seems to go in and say that he had been working as kind of like an undercover bounty hunter deal, as well as, you know, helping out other people as a doctor and doing his scrapyard, you know, nonsense. Jack so, of all trades. Yeah, he is. He was doing all that stuff, but that's what you have to do to make money, and that's what he has been doing. And he says, you know, that's I wanted to give you uh, a new life. That's why I was doing this, getting money to pay for things. And so it was pretty good. I mean, you end with, you know, hey, he was the one who gave me this life. And then you end up having him say, just don't try pulling any of those moves anymore. Y- th- your body isn't 
afford that sort of thing. Like, oh, you have regular it? people arms and Pretty legs. Lady arms, not yeah, they're not going to end up arms. doing things, so they're going to have to uh, kind of figure out something to change that. But yeah, you end up with even like the weirdest thing, like almost like a fashion shot when she ends up there in the last page with no problem about <laughs> you know the thing. Like, what is that? That's a weird shot, but. Overall, I thought it was good. It's very quick, but quick. I think that it, it ends up uh, giving the purpose for a lot of the things you get to know the characters, the world a bit. You end up having a little mystery that you think the one guy, and that also makes, you know, Ido like, oh man, I'm sorry, Ido. We thought you were bad news, but you're not. So it's, it's almost still like, a bit an, sus. yeah, I, I still though, I never thought he was suspect then. Now it seems a little more, um, but. Yeah, and you want to see more of what she can do. You get Mm -hmm, that hint that mm -hmm. she's more than just, you know, some old robot that fell out of the sky, things like that. So I thought that that was a pretty good setup because of that, because I used to like it as well. Uh, I'm giving it a 9 out of 10 on that. What would you give it? I'm not as high as a 9 out of 10. I think it's solid. Like, for 30 pages, I think it does a pretty good job of, like, setting up the world. Uh, we, we get a little bit of the characters. Not, like, a crazy amount. I would like a bit more of uh, Hubcap Head. And uh, I think we get enough big nose, but uh, a little bit more Alita. But that's the mystery, isn't it? You know, and that's what's going to keep you coming back for more. Uh, but like the, that twist, I'm telling you, that twist got me. I know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, if everybody would have thought that it was Ido was a serious. And again, at the end, you might have even been able to play it off like, well, we don't know. This is a post-apocalyptic type no. world. Yeah, yeah, you have to do happen. what you do. Get her the parts. So you might not even have been that upset. It would be, oh, we all do this. We're all serious. But it's not him. And he was actually going out of his way to try to stop it. In the meantime, doing it to buy parts and get parts for Alita. So I thought it was done pretty well. I Again, I, it's funny because he certainly seems sus more now than he was back then. Even the look, like the look, I'm telling you, throws me off. Like just that like simple look, but with yeah, the nose. The simple and then deals, just, no. But like the glasses, like we have in modern times, like those glasses, like when it's just like the clear... Like you don't get a glare in it. That's like when sinister stuff is yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? There. Yeah. So he he could be. He's not sus. I'm telling you, he's a gem. That's what no he way. is. If he's anybody's a gem. a gem, it's Hope Caphead. He was given the early warnings. <laughs> yeah, he was the guy from his from his base of ramen. Hurt there, Alita. We have go. some ramen. <laughs> So he's, he's like, if you get hurt, there's one less person buying my ramen. So you get out of town. But yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing is, he probably knows what Ido's doing anyway. But, it, you know, because it isn't sus, he's doing something actually good for the good of people. He's like a, a policeman, but a bounty hunter in this sort Whoa. of deal. Like nothing's really mentioned. But yeah, she. So when she gets those same arms that that lady whose head got knocked off, you're like, holy crap. Warden. There's some big problems. And I'll tell you right now, if you would have had full out sus Edo, you might have grabbed some other parts from that lady because she was well endowed. <laughs> right, right. You so know, he he didn't do that. There so there's where he's not. Well, yeah, but sus. there's one panel where he's like, I'm going to make you the prettiest little robot ever. Yeah. Did you give your score? I want to go 7.5. Oh, my God. I think that's How fair for you. what it is. You, 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 I, you gave that Red Hood garbage all those Fire. good scores, and now you're here. But no, I, I yeah, this is a rose tinted, the rose tinted glasses. Oh, the rose, you say? But I'm big. more of a Jisoo tinted oh, glasses my myself. 
I wonder how many people even know that. <laughs> Very funny. Like, so, like one person's like, yep, I know what you're talking about, even though Rose is my bias. But I call Whoa. her Rosie now or Drunksy. Oh. But yeah, with oh. all that going on, you're, you're my Drunksy is what you Whoa. are. And speaking of which, just as an aside, since we are talking about Blackpink, if you end up watching any of the things, they're all four of them are gems. So that's kind of the deal. They they fit they fit right in. They by the big ah, uh, but thanks everybody. Thanks for listening to our Manga Monday show. We will be continuing obviously next Monday. And I was trying to find the list that I gave you. Oh, and I'm gonna say I'm looking at it now. I did find it. I think that next week. We might do something along the lines of a. There's Blade of the Immortal is on Have there. We got any Christmas themed ones? Yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, Dragon Ball. Oh, great! That, yeah, that's like you know the Christmas balls. There you go. Yeah, it works for me. We could we'll probably do Dragon Ball then. But yeah, I, I gave a list of a bunch of things that I think that the we should get makers. to. The, the money makers, indeed. But yeah, we'll do Dragon Ball, which I have read. I was going to do a mini manga show on the first chapter. I did I did like it. It's something that I did. Yeah, I think it's one of those short like this one. It's you nice, know back nice. in the day deal. So we'll get that. We still got some good amount of time going here. But some of the other things just to let everybody know what the list is to get everybody fired up or whatnot. We have cells at work, which is fairly new, but Pokemon. Nice, nice. We have uh Inayasha, oh Ranma Half, Berserk, Akira, oh. Helsing, oh. Slam Dunk. Cub? Battle Royale? Mashiki Yugi? Whoa. I mean, we have them all here. Tokyo Ghoul? But yeah, and even like a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. JoJo's. At one point, me and you were going to do that, and I was looking into it. I'm like, oh, that's a little wild. But yeah, that's a lot so of the classic stuff that we have, Blade of the Immortal, as I said, and even stuff like Berserk, Akira, a Fist of the North Star, things like that. It's funny, I'm saying this, and most people are going to hear this. Months from now, but Whoa. they'll see. They'll see what's going on. Like everybody listening on the Patreons, thanks everybody as well. So yeah, that will be that. Go to our Twitter at Weird Manga. Follow us. We'll follow you back. Also, then go and get on the train. Get on the trolley. The gem Choo-choo. trolley. It's the Weird Science gems. You are if you end up going Shame. over there. And that is Weird Science Manga. Patreon.com, Weird Weird Science Manga. So you go to there. All the things will be in the show notes. But that's it, everybody. Thanks for joining us for this one. I thought it was a banger. Luke is, I don't know, drunk. But so we'll go from there. And we'll talk to you next week.